because you are my right hand. Uh, I appreciate you all being here today to hear uh, our testimony. And there's one word that when I was trying to prepare for this, and and uh, the word grace, grace of God in our lives. And so uh, when we term of a testimony is to describe what what God has done in your life and where he's taken us from. So we're going to kind of go sparring partner here. Right, honey? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so uh, I was raised in a religious family, and uh, and my parents, I'm in the middle of five children, and we we went to church every Sunday, and right on, on, on cue, uh, we stayed through, through, through that exercise. But it wasn't until after I graduated from uh, high school and then into college, uh, after college, I... Uh, was being slack a little bit, but seeking the Lord in what he wants in my life. And, it was, and I was in a secular world, going through a secular school, and part of the world got a hold of me, but God was still holding on to me. He was wanting to do something in my life. And I remember crying out one time, uh, Lord, uh, I'm really, I really looking for someone to you bring into my life that I can marry and have a godly life to help me with the family. And that brought us to the point of meeting my uh, missionary lady here. And you want to carry on from, from where you came from, honey, and then we can go on a little bit more. Okay. I grew up in Ohio as a little girl. And... Um, at that time, Ohio had very few. I could hardly even find any Christians that I went to school with in my high school and my thing. So one day there was a lady that lived down the street. She had a Bible club, and it was like I was in elementary. And so my friend next to me said, let's go to her Bible club after school. So we walked down, and she would give us hot chocolate, and she would give us graham crackers or whatever she had. And she would tell us Bible stories. That's when I had always had, the Lord had always sent people in my life. My great-grandmother and my grandmother loved the Lord. And I, they would always tell us Bible stories. But this lady, we loved her. Her name was Mrs. Donaldson. And uh, she and her husband were a major testimony in my life. So I went everything, and I, would, I wanted, I loved them so much. I wanted to become a Christian just for them. But that's not what I needed. Later in my life, once um, my parents had thought I was interested in it, my parents started going back to church. Because like I said, there was very few Baptist churches there. <laughs> and um, we were like one of seven that were surrounding. And so when we got to visit with people, it was few and far between. So out came church camp. There was two church camps in Ohio. One was the Isle of Patmos. And the other one was Skyview Ranch, and it's in Millersburg, Ohio. I chose, because I loved horses, I chose the ranch. I wanted to go to the ranch. While I was there, I was in my cabin, and a, a, a man was preaching that night. And he was talking about Jesus' sufferings on the cross. And that really, that really I realized, I'm, 
I'm not there. I wasn't with Jesus at that time. I thought I wanted to be, and I wanted to be a Christian for other people, but that time I knew it was just him and me. So that night, I went to my cabin, and I got—I had top bunk. I always got the top bunk. I hate that because you have to step over everybody to get up there. So I had the top bunk, and I was resting my bed. And I can tell you, I literally, I literally heard hell. I could see hell in my bed. It was black. I could hear the scratching. I could hear the demonic screams, and I knew. God was giving me his warning. He was saying, Anna, you've waited. That was about 11. It was July 27th, actually. It was 11 years old. And um, I said, I I, I woke my counselor up. I said, this is it. Um, It was in the middle of the night. I shook her out of the bed because I knew I wasn't going to one more second without Jesus. And um, she and I went under a tree, and and, and, um, I became a Christian that day. I explained. I knew I needed my sins forgiven, and I knew I needed Jesus Christ. That night, I went to bed, and I must have slept through the rest of the night, half of the next day, and I was in, I was in peace, peace like I have never known in my entire life. And all my life changed. I could not stand to hear things that I heard in school. I couldn't stand, because I was in a school that was very, uh, wasn't very many Christians. I mean, like I said, you could count on your hand probably the ones you could find or that would even profess it. So I stood out. I stood out. I stood out. But you know what? I never regretted it because the peace that I had that night was worth eternity, eternity. And that's what Jesus meant to me, eternity. So later on in my life, I met Paul. It's funny. I was in a uh, work, and the women would try to get me to go out with guys. Yeah. <laughs> I so, was single. So at that point, then yes, there was. We were we were both working at the same company. Mm-hmm, the same company. And so I was. Uh, she was in the back portion with the uh, making the devices, and I was in the other portion of the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, she spotted me. She called me going back and forth. And I guess the Lord laid it. Well, the women were saying, you need to go out with this and this and this, and I wasn't going to (laughs) go. But um, I said, okay. Mm -hmm. I I just said it in passing. I said, see that guy going across there? They said, yeah. I said, I'm not going out with anyone unless it's him. I didn't even know him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't even know him. And um, he kept going back and forth, and I started wondering about him. Uh, You know, he is really clean cut. He's Even the guys I knew in church weren't as clean cut as that. And I had known a lot of them, but I, I thought, well, he, he seems nice. So I started praying for him. I thought, well, if he doesn't know Jesus, it's okay. I'm going to go ahead and pray for him. So I started praying for him. All right, you want to go from there? Okay. Okay. But anyway, she was up in Ohio. I was in Oklahoma. She came down. Oklahoma, the We all ended up the same plan. And so this is, God was training her, educating her to... Uh, uh, bring the message to me. Uh, she she called me up uh, and asked, "Hey, we're having a function," and I call it our first date. <laughs> he did uh, at a church uh, in a local <laughs> church. It's a small fellowship, and so sure, what time? Uh-huh. I said, "Oh, just a minute. Let me give you a call back, and I will tell you what time." 
<laughs> anyway, we went. And so long story short, uh, God used Anna as an instrument to share the gospel with me, used her brother-in-law and sister and other church members within that church to share the gospel with me. And I realized all, the, all my life before then, it was based on, yes, I knew uh, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, but I wasn't trusting on what Christ did on the cross for my sins. And it was one evening in a in church that they had a function and I, they called, if anybody wants to be accept Christ as their Lord and Savior, raise your hand. I raised my hand. And so uh, that's my salvation. And that's a, a new journey for, for both of us then at that time. Shortly thereafter, we were married. Uh, uh, I asked Anna to be my wife and I'm so happy for that. We're reaching our 40th anniversary coming up soon. Um, and from there, there's another branch now God has taken us both through a journey in life, raising six children, uh, crying upon the Lord on how to raise these six children. Because we never raised children before. So it's a learning experience to get, as all of you know. And so, and it was just so that people shared with us in other churches that uh, there's a program here, you all know it was IBLP, and they, they shared, came alongside. We were Bereans too. We want to make sure the words, what they're preaching is good and straight. And so through all that journey, uh, there's trials in our lives. Uh, for instance, Noah was, was, Noah was about one or two. Uh, we were putting the bed together, and all of a sudden, Noah was choking. And I said, oh, what's going on? What's going on? So I noticed he was choking, so I just put him over my knee and started slapping his back. Nothing was coming out. I just told Anna, cry out to the Lord. So Anna cried out, came out. So, and there's other instances through, through our lives that we always cry out to the Lord, and that we can't depend on ourselves in, in every situation, or only, only in any situation, that we need to seek God's wisdom, send up those flare prayers, cry out to the Lord whenever we have situations that we just unsure of, need directions in our life. We'd be going through trials, and like today and the past years, uh, we've been going through trials, and has been having some issues, and Hannah, and, and uh, we just nearly really rely on the Lord for directions, for comfort, because um, uh, it just it just takes us uh, even closer to God. Even though we don't know exactly what's going to happen, we have peace. Um, so it says, like in Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. And we just need to keep that in mind. We are here for his purpose. We go through trials. He puts us in situations so we can possibly share the gospel with other people, to share our life, be a witness to others. Uh, sometimes we fail and uh, fail miserably. And that's where we need to get back up and start, okay, Lord, help us to get back on track with you. Um, so I think our one hour is about to be reached. So... Is there any other thing you want to talk about, honey? I just want to thank everyone for praying for us and praying for Hannah. Um, many, 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 many things have happened. Sometimes, you know, we all live our lives, but God is doing things in our lives when you can't see. 
God had told me I'd go through a rough time. He told me that about six months ago. But he said he would be at the end of the tunnel. He showed me a dark tunnel, and he was at the end. And that's the way God is. It's like Joe talked about. God is hope. He's, he is hope. The world goes on because he is hope. Eternity goes on because he is hope. And that's a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing that our Lord is hope. So thank you. Thank you.